Hello, everybody, and welcome to That Wrestling Show, the podcast where all pro wrestling matters. I'm your host, Bill, and joining me is a man who survived the brawl in Mississippi with a bunch of people <laughs> over a boat, bro. Yes. And uh, uh, I thought we were in 2023, uh, not, not in the John Cena era of wrestling. <laughs> oh boy so, oh my god hmm. so this week on the program we are going to review SummerSlam and uh, more like summer uh, something bad summer summer blah uh, summer blah yeah. I guess that would be the best way to really what a taper you yeah, I, I can't wait to talk about it because I, I still kind of have mixed feelings about the show. Do you know what? I I, I was thinking about it the, today because um, I don't know why I was thinking of John Cena today, but I was. Uh, and I was thinking to myself, I wonder the last time I was so down on like putting... Uh, on a person, the belt again and 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 again to a place where I wonder if uh, WWE are thinking that they are turning him face by making him the biggest heel. I, I I literally don't know what I'm I I am supposed to say, but it's just like that SummerSlam was so disappointing, and I I think the best match was not that good, either. Right. Well, we will talk about SummerSlam, but. And it well. doesn't really help. It doesn't really help. I have to say that. No, it, it doesn't. doesn't really, really help uh, WWE in the long term. I think yeah. this is a bad decision. So, before we get into SummerSlam, we do have to talk about the news because we do have some interesting news to discuss. Mm-hmm. And if you've been listening to the show for a long time, I think you guys are going to know where I'm going with this. But if you haven't, Welcome, because sometimes we like to start the show with a very weird and unusual news story. And this is one of them. So, Mm -hmm. of course, Vince... Now, Vince McMahon has not had a good couple... That guy that used to own WWE. Mm. Never heard of him. He hasn't had a good couple of weeks. He had the, the spinal surgery... He got a subpoena from a jury, you know, the U.S. jury. Yeah, did you ever find out what that was about? No, I have not. (laughs) It's so wedge. But he may be getting another lawsuit, Uh but it's a very weird, very weird story. So this lawsuit. Oh, sorry. No. So this lawsuit was filed uh, before the United States District Court of the Western District of Pennsylvania by a gentleman named Dana W. Wiley, 
who is alleging a breach of contract and failure to reimburse a $5,500 down down payment hangout WhatsApp email contract to personal fan (laughs) meet WWE employee Alexa Bliss on June 30th. Oh, my God, this. The lawsuit, which was handwritten. It's a little bit funny that I was 100% sure that you were going to say Dana White. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, why is Dana White suing him? Yeah, why is Dana in this? Anyway, the lawsuit, which was handwritten, also claims that McMahon breached an agreement for Wiley to become a WWE employee with a $70,000 $70, per month salary. In the okay. lawsuit... I'm sorry, ahead. what is the normal salary? I have no yeah. idea. Okay, is that a high salary? I have no clue. That, that, that could be like, like minimum wage there for WWE. But anyway, okay. in the lawsuit, Wiley alleges McMahon discriminated against him after, quote, plaintiff was arrested and charged for attempted homicide, aggravated assault (laughs) against a Newcastle police law enforcement on October 20th, 2022, order of the United States Secret Service of Pennsylvania State Police Troop D. Major case team to possess a warrant to unlawful seized search one plaintiff phone device and property and conspiracy theory plot to obstruct and destroy any evidence supporting these facts that World Wrestling Entertainment employee Alexa Bliss <laughs> text, email, text to I plaintiff hangout, what app email business accounts, unquote. Mm-hmm. Wiley is seeking $6 million for a breach of contract as well as the reimbursement <laughs> of all legal fees. Um, no one. Has- Everybody likes uh, that's that's like a, a, a stupid amount of money. I think of like I think I think of Doctor Evil in yes. uh, in uh, Austin in Powers. Uh, Austin Powers one million dollars. Yeah, this is kind of where we're going with this. Now, no one has been served yet. However, no shit, Sherlock. Yeah, really. <laughs> However, this is. Not the first time this gentleman has sued or attempted to sue Vince McMahon. Right. Because he attempted to sue Vince McMahon as well as members of DX and the NWO claiming that he had signed a fair contract for the trademarks of those groups back in 1995 on the steps of a courthouse in Newcastle, Pennsylvania, after he was sentenced in an unrelated criminal case, but was ignored for over 20 years and not paid, obviously that lawsuit was later dismissed. No, really? <laughs> so the moral of the story, folks, is... This smells like frivolous lawsuit. Long, long way. Drugs are a hell of a thing. <laughs> <laughs> they really, really are. Yeah, I had to bring that one up. I, wow. It's one of those like weird stories that you get every once in a while and you kind of laugh at mm-hmm. it, you know? So, okay, uh, to more serious news, uh, Rhea Ripley and Buddy Matthew or Buddy Murphy are engaged. Woo-hoo! 
they announced this week on social media that they are engaged. Uh, they've been dating for a couple of years. Um, for those curious, huh? Yeah, like two, four years, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, for those that are curious on the age difference, because sometimes I'm, you know, kind of curious as well. Mm-hmm. Rhea Ripley is 26 years old. Yeah. Okay. So I want everyone to remember that. I'm she, going she, to guess he's 34. You've got the age of he is 34. Well, I mean, wow. eight years. I mean, eight years isn't that bad of a difference. I didn't take my name was Joe Necron. <laughs> <laughs> well, act, well, Rhea will be turning 27 in October, and Buddy will be turning 35 in September. Mm-hmm. But congratulations to the both of them. Yeah. Uh, so eight years is, is nothing. Hopefully it'll work out for them. I, I you know... I, I mean, I, I don't really care about age at all when it comes to love. Yeah. Um, you know, I, like think, when you... I think... Yeah. No, go ahead. Yeah, no. Uh, uh, as long as you're over 10 kilos with a rug set, it's okay. Yeah. I, I think... I think, you know, for us veterans of the dating game, <laughs> it gets to a point where... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I, think <laughs> I, was laughing, I was laughing of me being a, <laughs> good at dating. I'm terrible at dating. Um, no, I, I think, you know, when you get to a certain point, age-wise, mm-hmm. age kind of doesn't become a factor at a, you know, mm-hmm. at a certain extent. And what I mean by that is, like, if it's within, what would you say, 10 years maybe? I I, uh, I have a rule that it's half my age plus six. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's fair. So I'm 42, so she has to be, uh, no, I'm 44 soon. So she has to be 28, yeah. Okay. I think that's. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so kind of take... I don't always hold that, by the way. Right. (laughs) I don't hold that rule at at all. I was thinking, like, most of my exes are are, are young, young, on the young scale, yeah. But of legal age, by the way. Uh, most of them, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's a joke, everybody. That's a joke. (laughs) So... Uh, it's not my home. my fault. She called the police. Oh, <laughs> That's not true. So anyway, uh, um, the card for All In is coming together, mm-hmm. and we have, as of this episode right now, mm-hmm. six matches set for two weeks. So let's run down the card that we have at the moment. Time flies. Is it two weeks still? Two weeks. Now, of course, we will do our picks in two weeks. So, well, you will. Yeah, I will. 
I will not be here because guess where I will be. You will be in London for this show. I will. That's going to be fun. At least that's the plan. Yeah. You better stay. You never know. Gosh darn it. Um, Well, it depends uh, if my head wants to be with me. I'm going to knock your head out if it doesn't. Um, so, <laughs> Please do. <laughs> so we do have a match on Zero Hour. It mm-hmm. is going to be for the Ring of Honor Tag Team titles. Aussie Open defend against MJF and Adam Cole. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like, very happy about this match. I like this idea because I watched mm-hmm. Dynamite on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And Adam Cole made a good promo. He was like, you know, I've done everything. I was Ring of Honor World. He's the only one to be three-time Ring of Honor World Champion, which is true. Mm-hmm. He you know, think the television. Cole? Yeah, do you think Cole or MJF will turn? It's I one of them. Know. I I don't know yet. Yeah, so, it's hard to say, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's like Cole's like. I've been Ring of Honor champion. I've been television champion. I won Survival of the Fittest. The only thing he never did was win the Ring of Honor tag team titles, which is true. Yeah. And I was like, this is kind of an interesting idea because of what we will get at the end of the night. So Yeah, that, and that, this is why I, I, I'm 100% sure that one of them will turn here. I, or, or well, well, turn from him. That was what I was going to say. Yeah. Uh, I just don't know which one of them. Um, yeah. I, I personally would like to see uh, MJF as a non-heel, but I do think that is best uh, playing heel. Best I have the heel. Yeah. Um, but, uh, give, yeah. Me, give me two weeks. I think I'll give you an answer then. Okay. So we have that, and then we also have Sting and Darby Allen against Swerve Strickland and A.R. Fox in a coffin match. I'm so happy about this. Oh, I I am too. Like, because, like, I've interviewed Swerve. I've even met Swerve. Super, super cool guy. I I interviewed A.R. Fox. Really nice guy. I'm so happy for the both of them to get this chance to wrestle in Wembley Stadium on yeah. a show that's going to have 80,000 people. 80,000. 80,000. Um, then we have a four-way for the AEW women's title. Hikaru Shida will defend against Tony Storm, Soraya, and the winner of the match between Britt Baker and the Bunny on Dynamite, let's just say it right now, it's going to be Britt Baker. <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah, I'm, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not even sugar I it. personally can't wait to see Soraya win uh, at home. But, uh, I would think that would be the plan. Oh, obvious. Oh, yeah. Because here, here's my thinking. I think the original plan... Was Jamie Hayter was gonna come back? Yes. And she was going to win the title. I agree. She's not gonna be back until early twenty, early twenty twenty four. Right. What is the problem again? She has, I think it's like an arm injury or shoulder injury. Right. So, 
Oh, did give... you hear the, the Bray Wyatt rumors that he's deathly sick? He, yeah, I did hear that. He was... Yeah. He had some kind of illness that was life-threatening. Yeah. Um... Maybe it was the Roman Reigns cancer, as I call it. Oh, jeez. That's not even funny. Anyway. It's not funny because it's not true. Uh, anyway, AEW Tag Team Titles, FTR and the Young Bucks. This is the rubber match. They each have one win. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a fantastic match. Yep. Uh, CM Punk defending... His world title. <laughs> well, I mean, if we're going by the storyline, it is true. It's his. World I mean, title. It's, it is his world title. It is for for definition. Yeah, and as we all know, main event AEW world title MJF against Adam Cole. Mm-hmm. Um, I, okay, I'm going to say this because I know, and you know, Fro. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of people who do not like AEW. Either right. because of they just can't get along with the, you know, they can't get into the product, which is understandable, or they just like to bash AEW because AEW, you know, everybody likes to bash AEW, or most people like to bash AEW. Yeah, I wish they did that to something else uh, with the W in their name instead. Yeah. But he, okay, but here's the thing, and I'll say this again in two weeks. Okay. This promotion, which isn't even five years old, mm-hmm. is going to have a show in Wembley Stadium, celebrating 100 years of Wembley Stadium, which is a big deal mm-hmm. in England. The fact that they are going to have close to or at 80,000 people. In mm-hmm. that stadium, for their first show ever in London, mm-hmm. in England, mm-hmm. is a huge freaking deal. Yeah. They're going to set one of the biggest gates of all time in the history Probably. of that. Yeah. And I don't know why, and I'm not saying it because I'm an AEW fan. I do watch AEW. I like AEW. But yeah. when... We point out, hey, there's something wrong or they're not doing something right, like we talked about last week with the whole mm-hmm. thing with Lefisto. You know, we're going to call them out. Mm-hmm. But the fact that they're going to have 80,000 people at this yeah. show is incredible. I agree. WWE did not get 80,000 people when they were in Cardiff last year. Yeah. So let's just appreciate and, and you know applaud them for what they've already achieved instead Agreed. of bashing them, which is what everybody does. Hmm. Okay, uh, one final piece of news, and then we're going to get to our SummerSlam review. The final of the G1 Climax is officially set. It is ah. the Rainmaker, Kazuchika Okada. Going against Tetsuya Naito tomorrow. Uh, the winner wins a chance at the IWGP World Title at Wrestle Kingdom in January. Uh, Okada is going for a three-peat. 
is going to attempt to win his third consecutive G1 tournament and his fifth overall. If he does that, he will tie the record for most wins ever of the G1. Meanwhile, Naito is in his fourth finals and is looking to win his third tournament. Um, I said before this tournament began, I thought Naito was going to win it all. I'm not changing my pick. I believe mm-hmm. Naito will win. Okay. How about you? Uh, sure. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. That's fair. I, I will go with the Rainmaker just to... Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, it'll be different. That's fine. Um, all right. Let's get to it. Let's get to SummerSlam. (sighs) Um, so this was a show that Mm -hmm. happened. Mm -hmm. Um, had a pretty good crowd. It was announced as 59,194. Mm-hmm. so, Minus you know, 10,000 because it's right, WLB, yeah. Right, right. Uh, WWE listed the gate at $8.5 million, not which bad. is the biggest for a show not named WrestleMania, although that's going to be broken in a couple weeks with All In. Um, merchandise sales went up 60%. From the record set in 2021, and it also sold more merchandise than any non-WrestleMania live event in pro wrestling history. Wow. Yeah. So, we had eight matches announced, and guess what? We had eight matches on this show. Mm -hmm. So, uh, let's begin with the match that we all knew was going to go first, because... Mm -hmm. Someone's brother was in a boxing match that night. <laughs> yeah, he and won I, as well. He did. He he knocked yeah. him down in the fifth round. Yeah. Uh, Logan Paul versus Ricochet. Mm-hmm. I liked um, this match. Yeah, you know what? It, it was a different. It, it was a different style match. I I did not yeah. expect this to be what it was. I agree. Um, I thought it was going to be all high flying springboard, mm. but they didn't do that, and I liked that. Yeah, it felt uh, uh, what I like to say grounded. It feels yes. felt grounded, yeah. And I think that's what made me appreciate this match mm. was the fact that you know it was a grounded match mm. because we know, we know Ricochet can fly all over the place. We know Logan. Oh, Paul like, yeah. yeah. But the fact that they were able to keep it grounded and have a really good match of it. Mm. Um, and you know what? I even liked the ending of the match. I liked mm-hmm. that Logan Paul had to cheat with someone giving him a pair of brass knucks, mm-hmm. you know, knock out Ricochet to get the win. Mm-hmm. And then what's funny is on like Instagram and YouTube and there, they have a video of 
Ricochet's fiance, Samantha Irvin, sitting mm. there watching the end, and she's got the stern look on her face, like you mf her. <laughs> and then you know, she has to yeah, announce. She looks very mad. Yeah, as she announces, Logan Paul wins, and then Logan's like, "Announce my name again!" And then she just shakes her head, like, "No." <laughs> Um, she, she, they were very cute. I think this is, I, I know this is going to sound maybe a little easier soon, but uh, this is definitely a contender of match of the night for me. Um, it's in the discussion. Yeah, I, I have it. At, looking at my grades, I have it on the top half of my yeah. grades. So that that says something. Um, I gave it a B minus. I also gave it a B minus. Hmm, okay. Uh, Meltzer really liked this match. He gave it four and a quarter stars. Yeah. Yeah, and when I say B minus, it's one of the best scores tonight. Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, yeah. It sure is a show. It is. Is so, it just me, or did it feel like a raw? <laughs> it did. Oh, thank you. Thank you. So it was so weird. I was like, "Am I watching Raw? Why am I watching Raw?" Yes. Uh, All right. Anyway, so our next match: Brock Lesnar against Cody Rhodes. Now, now Jesus have... Christ Almighty, this match. Okay, before we get into it, well, I, I forgot to mention. During the pre-show, and mm. I know you didn't watch the pre-show, but I'm going to tell you. Mm. They announced that we had four main events mm-hmm. for this show. Four main events. And this was one of them, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, 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 how many times do I have to watch this match? Uh, this is the last time. I really hope so because holy. F- well, oh, I didn't well, like this match. Really? Okay. No. All right. Let's well, let's talk about this match. So, okay. Cody immediately goes right into Brock. Mm-hmm. He's fighting him like he doesn't even give him a chance to prepare. Fight, mm-hmm. fight, fight. Lesnar is able to get advantage. Mm-hmm. Then we get. A plot here. Brock throws Cody out to the ring. Cody gets back into the ring at the count of seven. Mm. Brock beats him up a little bit more. Mm. Throws him out of the ring again. Mm -hmm. Cody gets back into the ring at the count of seven. Mm -hmm. Brock beats him up some more. Mm -hmm. Then he F5s him through the announce table. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the announcers are screaming, stay down, stay down. Mm-hmm. Brock is saying, stay down. You're going to get a worse beating if you get back in. Mm-hmm. Cody barely makes it into the ring before 10. Mm-hmm. So this whole story is Brock is beating the shit out of Cody. And yeah, but yeah, okay, yes. And and okay. Cody just will not quit. He's not going to give up. Right. So, you know, Cody eventually fights back. 
hits a few disaster kicks. Mm-hmm. But then Brock is able to get the Kimura on, but Cody's able to, you know, reach the ropes. And then we get to the end where Lesnar tries an F5. Cody gets out of it, his, hits the crossroads, and then hits it two more times to get the win. Yeah, I I don't especially like uh, either of the wrestlers. Uh, I was watching this with someone that does not watch wrestling at all. I think actually it was her first pay-per-view in her entire life. And um, uh, we were watching this match and I thought uh, I was explaining who people were and it's like uh, she recognized uh, Brock Lesnar and I said, oh, where do do you know him from? And uh, she's like, oh, Max was into MMA and things like that. And I was like, yeah, yeah, he's an MMA guy. Okay. And uh, she said something that I uh, didn't think of uh, before uh, she said it, and I kind of agree. Um, he looks it, uh, he makes it look fake. Uh, I think that's one of my main problems is that when Brock is in the ring, especially with Cody Rhodes, because I have seen Brock Lesnar matches that I I've liked, it feels like. I know what's going on. And I said it like after, I think like uh, the first count, uh, the almost count out, mm-hmm. I, I, I told her, uh, well, this is the storyline. He, uh, he needs to uh, get adversity because he's, uh, he, he needs that for some stupid right. reason. And, uh, and I, I, I knew the outcome when that started, and I I feel like I yeah I I feel I felt bored and I can understand why people liked it. It's just yeah, for me it's getting C minus I think. Okay, and yeah. I'm gonna be a little bit on the opposite side on this one on on the fence. Yeah. I do now. I'm going to agree with you on one thing. At mm. times, especially in the early stages, it mm. felt kind of boring. Yeah, it did. But it did however, pick up at the ending. Yeah, I liked the ending because with Brock, you can't beat him with your, you know, with your signature move with one time. It's got to be multiple times. Mm-hmm. But I think what won me over was the whole selling of Cody, you know, getting back into the ring, not giving up, not quitting. Mm. And then him having this comeback. So Mm. I was for a while, you know, when I watched the match, I was on your side, but Mm. as I kept watching it, I'm like, okay, this is actually starting to get real good. And Mm. then, Cody winning was the right way to go, I think. So, uh, yeah, I mean, if we needed this match, uh, Cody had to win. Yeah. I mean, I'd, uh, my disagreement is just like I, I felt like we didn't need this match. That's that's what I, mm. I'm more or less uh, am trying to say. I just didn't 
yeah, I didn't like it, and I I uh, I have respect for people that uh, can get enjoyment for things I'm bored of. It's, but I'm, if, I, I if you bored. have a good argument, yeah, you know, um, I gave this a B. Um, Meltzer gave this four and a half stars. Boy, now I do want to point out That's after the, really high after <laughs> the match, mm-hmm. and, and we later found out this was not planned. Mm-hmm. Brock Lesnar shook Cody Rhodes' hand, raised his arm. That was not planned. Mm-hmm. So. Um, in between that and the next match, uh, we get a report. It was reported earlier in the day. Michael Cole is going to be commentating on both Raw and SmackDown starting this Monday. Uh, Don't want Michael Cole in my SmackDown. Well, okay, so here's the deal. And and I didn't bring it up in the news because we were going to talk about it. Mm. He and Wade Barrett will commentate Raw now. And that, mm-hmm. I actually heard them on Monday. That's yeah. not a bad combination. I actually no, like that. Wade guy. Barrett is really underrated. So, he uh, is. Uh, oh, yeah. yes. Cole will be doing SmackDown with Corey Graves mm-hmm. and Kevin Patrick. Yeah, at least he's not going. So... At least, you know, I, I guess this is a way to train Kevin, I, I guess. I don't know. I don't really understand this. I don't want to call uh, on SmackDown. I don't but, like him. Well, he's been on well, Anyway, but here's the best part. When they talk about this, I don't know if you caught this. Corey Graves calls Michael Cole the greatest announcer of all of time. time. Yeah, of yeah, all I time. I was like, <laughs> wow. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, he had that really good WrestleMania match. One of the best WrestleMania matches of all time. <laughs> Look, I still remember how I groaned when I saw that match. Look, with all due respect, Mm-hmm. Michael Cole, because he's mm-hmm. been in that company for over 25 years. God bless his mm-hmm. Sure. He's not in my top five of the greatest commentators of all time. You know what? He's not even in my top ten. That's what I was going to say. He might not yeah. even be in my top ten. But, again, that's with all due respect to Michael Cole. Uh, yeah, and I don't have any respect for him, so there's no uh, due at all. That's because I'm I'm a nicer person than you are. So. Yes. That's be call, uh, uh, called. That's being called Norwegian. I'm not mean. I'm Norwegian. Oh, yeah, <laughs> was someone that said that I was a bit mean. I'm not nice. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm not nice. I'm just Bill. Mm-hmm. All right. So anyway, the next match is the Battle Royal. Um, we get a last minute entry, Omos, which I actually yeah, like. we really needed Omos in this. Well, you gotta have a giant in a battle royal. That's kind of like yeah, it, it, this battle royal was look, shite. Look, it is a hidden 
rule in the United States Constitution that a giant <laughs> has to be in a battle royal. Yeah, but could it be in a good one <laughs> place? Well, we're not going to talk about the whole thing because we'll be here all day. Right. Um, so the match comes down to AJ Styles, Sheamus, and LA Knight. Carrying mm-hmm. Cross basically cost Styles the match. Oh, definitely. Because they have a feud going on. Mm-hmm. So it's down to Sheamus and L.A. Knight. Uh, L.A. Knight is able to eliminate Sheamus, and he wins the Battle Royal. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm a mark for Battle Royals. I'll admit it. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of on, like, the C, C- minus grade. Mm-hmm. I could go either way with that one. Uh, yeah, for me, it's in D minus somewhere. It may have been F, even. Ooh, no, that's not even, no. Mm. I think the one Well, there, there, there is F. a match, there is a match here that will get an F. Yes, so. I think I know which one you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, Actually, a G or an H, if I am thinking of it. Meltzer gave this match two and three quarter stars. Yeah, more of Meltzer. Yeah, good on him. I don't know. Like I said, I'm a mark for Battle Royals. so Um, You have to be like this. But the winner was quick, so. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Uh, Then we have, oh, Lord, here we go. Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler contesting <laughs> under MMA rules. Yeah, welcome to my F match. <laughs> oh, oh God, I hate this. It was so bad. I I don't I don't remember in modern time <laughs> the last time I was this bored. Uh, this was atrociously bad. <laughs> it wasn't like even like, oh, this is a bad match. It was atrociously bad. Here's the thing. Mm. You cannot fake an MMA fight. Mm-hmm. It is impossible. No shit, Sherlock. It's like trying to fake a boxing match. Mm-hmm. Like, just go watch Piper and Mr. T WrestleMania 2. You'll understand what I mean. Mm-hmm. I like Baszler. I, I, mm-hmm. I really do. Yeah, me too. Rhonda is on her way out. Yeah. yeah. She's just doing this one favor for her friend. Mm-hmm. This match. I get that. But, uh... This is one of the worst matches of the year. Uh oh yeah definitely like I said it's uh definitely an F I wonder if it's uh G or an H but um well let me tell you okay let me tell you where it the whole match ruins it for me mm-hmm. is there's a point where Shayna is down in the corner oh yes and they have to call <laughs> the medics yes and and Ronda's like what are you doing Get out of here! We're in the middle yeah. of a fight. Yeah. And the Shada comes back. She puts in the you know sleeper submission. Ronda gets tapped. Shayna wins. I want to forget that match as long as I live. 
I think I gave it the grade I gave it only because of who won. I gave it a D. Yeah, you're crazy. It's only there. There, there, there's no in no universe. This uh, is this uh, match a D. I, 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 I will even say that I could be wrong about the battle royal, but this I'm not wrong about. This is just one of the worst matches of the year. You yes. don't give one of the match uh, worst matches of the year a D. That's that's just no, no, Bill. I I regret to say this, but you're a hundred and ten percent wrong. If I bumped it down to a D minus, would you be happy? No. But it's, it is an F. It's a fail of a match. Tell me one good thing about the, that match, other than the outcome, that I do agree was correct. It ended. <laughs> so did all other matches. <laughs> That's the only yeah, thing no. I've got right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have absolutely nothing because I have there no was no, not nothing. There, there are no arguments. I, I wish I had a white flag here. I, I yeah. am waving it mm-hmm. in surrender. Mm-hmm. Um, well, if you thought yeah. my ranking was bad, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I actually heard what uh, Meltzer's rating was on this, and I gasped. Okay, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell it for those who haven't heard and mm-hmm. read. He gave it a star and a half. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. Star and a half. Mm-hmm. What is? Oh, I, I have my I have my little cheat sheet here. Mm-hmm. What is? What is a D the equivalent? Okay, so a D to me is one and three quarters. Yeah, um, no. Nope. I know. Yep. Yep. I know. I know. Nope. Nope. Right. All right. Let, let, let's just keep going because I don't. I don't want to stay on this let's, one. Let, let, let's let's see if it's the only F match of the night. Spoiler alert! It's not. <laughs> All right. Next match mm-hmm. is for the Intercontinental Title. Drew McIntyre okay, this, against Gunther. Okay, this was probably the match of the night, right? Um, I have it in my top three. Okay. If, oh, if I'm no. going to be fair. Oh, I no. Oh, I know what you have high on now. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little bit different from the triple threat. I really liked it. Oh, I liked yeah. it, too. I thought it was a yeah. good match. Um, it's just, just a, not really a fight, but it's kind of like, Moves and chops and mm-hmm. and the crowd. The ending was really good. Oh, the ending's good. The crowd yeah. just isn't into it after the previous match. Right, but that's yeah. Like I was just going to say that. I think that's more the last match. Uh, exactly, fault. exactly. It's not either of the gentlemen's fault. Yeah. No. Um. So the end of the match, Drew and Gunther are on the top rope. Gunther mm-hmm. pushes Drew. Where he lands crotch first onto the top rope, awesome. and then Gunther hits his series of moves, which leads to the power bomb for the mm. win. Retains the Intercontinental Title. A really good match. I I gave yeah. it a B. I gave it a B plus. Okay, we're not too far apart. No. Meltzer gave this four stars. Cool. Okay. All right. 
Then we have the world title. Seth Rollins against mm-hmm. Finn Balor. Mm-hmm. Fro, I'm going to say it right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is my favorite match of the show. I, I knew it. I knew it. Mm, it's okay. <laughs> so the setup, like the entrances are really good. Yeah. The spin on his shoulder, the, the shoulder that was injured, has yeah. the word seven on it. Mm-hmm. Seth comes out wearing the same vest he yeah, wore seven years ago. So I liked that. Yeah. And then we have a quick brawl before the bell rings. And we end up having a, a I thought it was a really good match. At yeah. one point, Finn does the power bomb onto the barricade outside and it's a little bit lower than when Seth did it seven years ago, which I noticed. So they're beating mm-hmm. each other up. And then Damian Priest comes out. Mm. And he's coming, you know, from the aisle. So it's like, okay, sun's going on here. Mm. Here comes Rhea Come and on. Dominic coming through the mm. crowd. The ref's distracted. Seth goes into the ropes. Damien gives him a right hook, which knocks him down. And then Finn hits the pedigree, but could only Mm -hmm. get a two count. Mm -hmm. So as this is going on, the ref is distracted again. Damien throws in his briefcase. Yeah, that was funny. And if you hear Finn very clearly... He says, this was not part of plan A. This was not part of plan A. So, basically, what Priest did was not part of the original plan. So, Seth is having to fight everybody off. He's having to fight Priest off. He's having to fight Dominic off. He can't fight Mm -hmm. off Rhea Ripley because we're not allowing intergender beatings. Mm -hmm. And Rollins tries to get him, you know, a, a, a move in but only get a two count. Mm-hmm. And then Finn at one point hits the coup de grace mm-hmm. on Seth. It's over. One, two, Seth kicks out. And then we get the end. As the ref is, you know, he's looking at what's happened to Dominic. Damien walks around the ring. He slides in. I'm not going to say throw in. He slides in his Money in the Bank briefcase. He goes to the apron to distract the referee. Balor is going to the briefcase. Seth hits the curb stomp on Finn on the briefcase. Ref turns around. One, two, three. Seth retains the title. And then after the match, Finn and Damian are giving each other the stare of death. Like, man, you end this up. Yeah, no, I, I, it, it, don't get me wrong. I like this match. It's uh, definitely a contender. Like I said, my best score is a B plus. I, right. I will give this a B. It's an okay match. I, it's okay. I'm on the same boat with you. I, I gave it a B as well. But mm. between the three, and I'm just gonna say it right now, 
the three matches I gave Bs to are the three best matches of the show, in, in my opinion. Yeah, me too. Um, I thought I just thought this was the best. Of well, the that was standing of the night, right? We don't have to talk oh, about that yeah, anymore, this is right? Definitely, yeah, yeah, we can, we can right. play. Uh, okay, thank you, everybody. <laughs> Very nice to talk to you all. Goodbye. We can play Steppenwolf, and no, uh-huh. we, we still got a couple more to go. Um, really? Yeah, we do. Although, uh, real, real quick, Monster uh-huh. gave this four and a half stars. Okay. All right. So that was main event number two. Mm-hmm. Now we go into main event number three. Mm-hmm. The triple threat match for the WWE Women's title. Fro, I'm going yeah. to say this with all honesty. Mm-hmm. This match, not the last match, this match was the biggest disappointment to me of the entire night. Do you know what? I agree. Uh, I knew the outcome uh, because of uh, what we did last week. Um, so um, I was mo- most focused on uh, the in-ring uh, things. And uh, again, I watched this with someone that I've never seen wrestling before. Um, and uh, she's also a woman. Uh, I hope. Uh, <laughs> and and uh, and and uh, she was asking like who who the characters were and things like that and uh, and she, and she, uh, she she turned around to me what uh, and because I I had said that this was one of the matches I was really looking forward to see and she said why did you look forward to this match <laughs> and, I, and I said I don't know. <laughs> Because all three of them can actually work uh, in the ring. I know, but they didn't work together. That's no, the and that's the thing. I'm like, yeah. it's like, okay, you have Bianca Belair, who is a mm. natural athlete. Oh, I think she could do, I mean, because she was a track and field athlete in college. Mm. I think she could do just about any sport. I really Asuka, like her. Uh, she's I good do. at wrestling. Yeah, Oscar. Is oh, just so fluent in the ring, yeah. and Charlotte is so fluent in the ring and natural in there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all three of them had a had a bad day, and I, and I mean, I knew of the ca- yeah, and and I knew of the Cashin. I I thought that uh, Cashin was kind of anticlimactic as well, even though I knew about it. And I was like, oh, bleh, who cares? I thought the cash-in was going to happen during the match, not... Uh, Yeah, I can see that. So, so really, this match is sloppy at multiple times. Yeah, definitely. Multiple times throughout, Mm -hmm. which is a shame. And they work on Bel Air's leg, which is is going to tell a big story in a couple of minutes. Mm Mm-hmm. So Charlotte tries to put did a figure eight on Oscar, but Bianca won't let her do it. Then we get this spot. Belair goes to the top rope. Charlotte pushes her off the top rope, goes to the floor. You can hear her, you know, kind of hitting her hands on the steps. Mm. And then you hear crying. And I thought mm. 
this is one of the few times I will admit they got me. Because really? I I thought Bel Air legit hurt her leg. Because the way That's she funny. was crying, she sold that like a million dollars. I agree she sold it pretty good. She did. I never believed it, though. I'm sorry. So, so now they're like, okay, Bianca's out of this match. She, there, there's mm-hmm. no way. You know, they got they got the medics there. They're gonna walk her to the back. Charlotte has the figure eight on Oscar. Mm-hmm. Bianca sees this against doctor's orders. She goes back to the ring. Yeah, climbs the top rope, hits a four fifty splash. But could only get a two count. And the ending for me actually saves this match from getting a worse grade, I think. Because mm. mm. you have that, and then Asuka's kind of free because she was in the figure eight. Mm. So Charlotte, you know, she's a you know, she's she's a shark, she smells blood. She's gonna put the figure mm-hmm. eight on Bianca. So she's got it on. While she has that, Asuka hits the mist onto Charlotte. Mm-hmm. So Charlotte is blinded at this point. And you'd think, okay, just go for the pin on Charlotte. Instead, Asuka goes to Bianca. Bianca gets a small package in. One, two, three. Bel Air wins the title. Yeah. Yeah, not for long, though. Not for long. Because immediately after EO Sky's music hits, she and Bailey run down to the ring. They hit Flair and Oscar with the briefcase. They attack mm-hmm. Bel Air. EO Sky cashes in the money in the bank contract, hits the moonsault. One, two, three. EO Sky wins the title to a huge pop. And then Dakota Kai, who has been out with a knee injury for months, comes in to celebrate the moment with Bailey and EO Sky. A wonderful moment. Yeah. Now, as far as the match itself, mm. it was a sloppy mess at times. Mm-hmm. However, the story of Bel Air's ankle, or not ankle, her leg, mm-hmm. and the finish for me, saves this match from getting a low grade. Like, Mm. if that had not gone the way it did, I would have given it a lower grade than the MMA match. Okay. I gave this a C-. minus. Yeah, I gave it a D-. minus. Yeah. Well, that surely was the last match of the night, right? Please, Uh, please don't make me talk about the main event. Please, (laughs) please, 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 Bill. I don't want to get hate when I uh, give this match an F. I don't want it. I don't want it, Bill. Don't make me make this match. Tell people how much I hate Roman Reigns now. Please. Okay. Before, Before we get to it, uh, Mel- Meltzer gave this match three and a half stars. Oh, okay. oh good. Good for him. Okay. Now, <sighs> who really hates this last match? And no, I do not, does it? I do not blame you at all. 
That's Holy fuck! I, I okay. I'm 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 going to rant for two seconds. I'm, so, I'm letting you so, have the floor. Go ahead. <laughs> I I I I was one of the very very few that that uh, thought uh, that when Roman Reigns went away with cancer uh, that uh, he would probably come back here and do a good job. I think they have a star in Roman Reigns. Let me be 110% clear that I don't despise, really, Roman Reigns. It's not really his fault. Uh, I feel uh, people around him are probably the ones that are... uh, the main part of the problem. Mm-hmm. When that has been said, I I do feel like this match reminded me of the era where uh, we were in the John Cena Superman era, uh, and I think I think my main problem is that I have. At WrestleMania, I kind of stopped caring about uh, the main title. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they got, got me back again with uh, the Bloodline story. Mm-hmm. Uh, that more or less saved uh, the storyline for me. And now they've gone and shit on that as well. It feels like WWE does not fucking know what they are doing, and the result of this match was very, very, very. Uh, uh, I I was a hundred percent sure Roman Reigns were going to win before we started that match, uh, and I I kind of wanted uh, a good reason for me to. Uh, not get angry, but it feels, especially when I watched uh, uh, what followed, I feel like I feel let down by by WWE. Uh, they have gotten too high on themselves with this bloodline storyline, and they think that that is so important that I don't care about the title anymore. And that is maybe my biggest problem, because I do think the match itself was uh, okay. Uh, I would even go so far to say that it was pretty good. But when I don't care about the match, why, 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 why should I? When... Uh, WWE gives me absolutely no reason to care. And it's like, I, I'm not sure if I give the match an F or WWE an, an F uh, or the booking an F. Uh, because, like I said, I'm not sure if I hated the match more than I hated uh, the outcome and the result and I definitely understand uh, people saying online that they are done with WWE after this pay-per-view. Because, like I said, it uh, the best match was a B+. I want uh, 
Uh, and a lot of matches felt like it was uh, raw. And this main event tanked the whole thing uh, at least two grades uh, back. If we had quit uh, uh, the pay-per-view there, I would probably give this uh, pay-per-view a strong C. But with this main event, this whole pay-per-view is a total clusterfuck out of uh, nothing. I, I, I can't express how, how, how angry this match made me. Here's there. here's the thing. Before I get into <laughs> a, a, a little bit of the notes, a little bit of notes of this match. Mm. If you did not listen to the last episode, I had told Fro mm-hmm. this is the longest match in the history of SummerSlam by like mm. a minute. Mm-hmm. Thirty six minutes three seconds. Mm. That's how long this match was. Yeah, it felt like two hours, sadly. It drags Mm. at times. Oh, my God. It drags. But but again, that's not really their fault. It's it's the booking of the match. Yeah. It's how how you piece the match. It's like... Uh, even the interference at at the end of this match was extremely bad paced. Like uh, I saw that coming sixty miles away, and like, it's like they had to stop because they were like, "Oh, something is going to happen now." And when you do that in a the match, they it loses momentum, and it's just like, "Oh, fuck!" This, you know, I match, hate this match should have been cut by ten minutes. At least. It should not have been a near 40-minute match. And it didn't help with the intros being so long either. Well, like, I don't really count that into the time of the match, but I get where you're coming from. I do. No, no, but but it, it doesn't... I mean, that didn't uh, make it feel shorter. It made it feel longer. Longer, yeah. Yeah, because of, like, you have to introduce this person, and this person is going to stand here for two minutes to wait for something happen, and then the fireworks, and blah, 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 and all the WWE tropes in a package. Yeah. So... I'm going to try to go through this as briefly as I can for Froze. Please fucking do, because I'm going insane thinking about this match. Okay. So, we get chairs. Mm -hmm. Jay takes about 20 minutes just to set up a table. (laughs) Roman... No joke. We didn't know this at the time. But we found out after. Roman was injured Five minutes into the match. Mm-hmm. So I then, wonder if this match is going to feel like that. Yes. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. Roman is bleeding from his arm at one point. <laughs> you get a cut in your arm. Oh yeah. gosh. I, yeah. I I got a I got a I got rug burn on my elbow from going down a slide at the fair this week, but that's another story. All right. Actually, no, you know what? I'll tell that story now to make Fro better. So, mm-hmm. I took the day off from work to go to our county fair because it was family day. And one of my nephews wanted to go on the big slide. You know, the, the one where you go up the steps and then 
So, mind you folks, I'm over the 300-pound mark. And I'm like, okay, I've done this once. I enjoyed it. And if you've never gone down one of these slides, it can go fast. So, I'm going down with my nephew. He's a little bit ahead of me, but I'm catching up. Fast, fast, fast. And then as I get to the bottom, I kid you not, I go into the air. And then I land (laughs) at the bottom. And I ended up scraping my elbow. It's like a little bit of a scrape and rug burn (laughs) on my left elbow. Mm-hmm. And it hurt like a son of a bitch. Uh, fortunately, I, I was not bleeding. I didn't have to go to the hospital. Um, I've been using nearly five-year-old expired Neosporin for the last three days. <laughs> and it's worked. It's uh, worked. I'm mm-hmm. saying this right now. If you have Neosporin that is past the expiration date, it is still good to use. Yeah, so, I'm not shocked by that. No, it is. It really is. Yeah, like I said, I'm not shocked by that. Expiration dates are just numbers put on. Hey, I ate eggs that were, were six months out of date, so. I mean, there, there's a few things that you should really go by with the expiration date, like milk, I you should definitely go with, and like produce and delis but but anyway yeah but egg egg is actually like that that feels yeah it's actually yeah, egg, egg is good yeah yeah okay anyway yeah anyway so we get to a point where they go uh by where the photographers are are are, are and here comes uh, Sokoa. Uh, uh. so Sokoa interferes <laughs> and it's two on one mm-hmm. but as you really? Know, really? Sokoa was in this match? Really? I know, I'm I so was surprised. What a surprise! I've never seen him in a match with Roman Reigns before. Oh, wait, I have the last 16 matches yet? I mean, <clears throat> who breathe? But as you watch, going further into the match, uh-huh. Solo is starting to have second thoughts here. Like, uh-huh. he doesn't turn on Roman but he's like should I really be doing this so Roman gets speared through the barricade and then mm-hmm. Jay hits the splash on Solo through the announcer's table he gets Roman back into the ring Jay climbs the top rope he hits the splash it's like it's over one two Jay gets pulled out of the ring by a masked man. Wait. Oh, I wonder who that could be. We see him take off the hood. It's Jimmy. No, really? And the best part is Corey Graves. You have to watch. I'm not going to make you do it, Fro. But if you watch the replay, <laughs> I'm never going to see this much in my life. Corey Graves looking <laughs> over to see who it is under the hood. Yeah, I like that. He, he, he's pretty good when he, he wants to. Yeah. So Jimmy hits a super kick on Jay. Jay throw or Jay is thrown back in the ring. 
Roman hits a spear through the table. One, two, three. Roman retains the title. Mm. And I will get to what happened last night on SmackDown. But, Fro, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you this. I have never seen a crowd. And, I, and I'm not talking about the crowd in Ford Field. I'm talking about Facebook, Twitter, mm-hmm. being like, this angle's done. Like, mm-hmm. I've nice. never seen people go like, this angle's done. They, you know, it, it's ruined. They've, you know, gone too long now. When I, 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 so I, I, long, yeah. When for so long, they've called it the greatest angle of all time, which, you know, it could yeah, be a legitimate it argument. Yeah. It's a legitimate yeah. argument. Definitely. But I've never seen one angle get turned on by fans after a match. And I'm like, wait a minute. A lot of you guys were saying it's the greatest thing that's ever happened. Yeah. And it's like, it did leave a bad taste. I'm, I was not one of those that were like, oh, it went, you know, this whole thing's gone on too long, blah, 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 blah. But if I can, if I can go back, Mm -hmm. let's go back to WrestleMania. Let's go back to night two. Mm-hmm. I think when you watch this match, compare it to Cody and Roman, they blew it. I will I will say it again. They had it right there four months ago. They had everything lined up. Cody should have won the title at WrestleMania. And I think this match and what happened is perfect proof that was the night to take the belt off of Roman. Mm. Because what you do after that is what should be happening now with the you know with the blow up of the bloodline. The problem mm. is you had to have Roman be champion in this match. You didn't need to. This match yeah. did not need to be for the belt. Cody should have been champion at WrestleMania. His first feud should have been with Brock over the belt. Mm-hmm. And, oh, man, they, they just blew a tremendous opportunity. I will say this until the day I die. They blew a tremendous opportunity at WrestleMania this year. And I think the main event of SummerSlam showed it. Yeah, I don't disagree. Uh, like I said, I, uh, I kind of gave up, uh, after that. Uh, so I was done with this story before they, uh, ruined it even more. Uh, and like I said, I can totally understand why people are so angry at this match. I, yeah, uh, I do too. But I, 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 I don't, I don't have, I don't have it in me to be that angry because I know WWE is WWE. Exactly. Uh, like I said. I survived the Cena era. Uh, I I don't care about Roman Reigns now, uh, and that's sad because Roman Reigns is probably one of the best wrestlers uh, in a long, long time. Okay, I know you're going to disagree with my grade. 
Mm. Yeah, I already gave him my grade. So. Yeah, you gave him an F, so, yeah. <laughs> and again, and now I'm going to say this. And mm-hmm. I want everyone to know who's listening for the first time. <laughs> I am not like Dave Meltzer. If I feel like the grade should be changed, it will be changed. I'm not one of those who's like, once I say it's this grade, it stays this grade. I gave this a C minus, but it's near a D, not even a D plus. It's just, mm. I, I think the twist at the end, like, and the, and the shock value, because Jimmy's not even in the picture going into mm. it. He was written off mm. TV. It's like, oh, you know, I don't know. I, I just gave it a C minus just to give it a grade, honestly. I mean, um, Meltzer gave this two and three quarter stars. Mm. But I think it's safe to say of all the main events that Roman Reigns has had as Universal Champion, which is going near three years now, this is by far the worst. By far. Uh, yeah, it's either this or the Canada match. Oh, with uh, Zane. Yeah. Mm, but yeah, I mean, it's... Now, we did find out last night on SmackDown mm-hmm. why Jimmy did what he did. I mean, I knew his reason, so... All right. Well, tell me what you what you think his reason is. Oh, I saw. Oh, you did see. Okay. Smackdown. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So for those who didn't see, the reason he did it was because he did not want Jay to end up being like Roman, having yeah. the power, basically take over. You know, his, him mentally. He didn't want him yeah. to end up being like Roman. Yeah. And then. Jay comes out and he super kicks everybody, including Jimmy. And then he's like, I'm out of here. I'm out of the bloodline. I'm out of WWE. I'm gone. And then I saw this this morning. Some idiot said, could Jay be going to AEW? Do not buy into that story, folks. Do not buy into it. No. Do not. They're, they're building to something, whatever oh, it will yeah. be. It's going to be a match. I just don't know when oh, yeah. the match will take place. Uh, do you know what? I don't care. All right. Uh, let's go to the Facebook group, see what they thought of SummerSlam. Most people gave this a B. Well, most people, you're crazy, Greg Ray. Great, great. And one person even gave it an A. Okay. I'm going to call the hospital right now. (laughs) For that person who gave it an A? Yeah. Okay. Here's how I'm going to go with this. Because I've looked at my grades multiple times throughout the week. Mm. I have to give this a thumbs in the middle. I have to give it a C. Because there okay. were good matches on this show. No. But it's a low C. 
Well, I had two F matches. Uh, some in the B round, some I will be uh, D. I think. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I'm at like a low C. So. Yeah. Um, only one person voted for the favorite match, so I'm just gonna put mine in. And um, if you are curious, Fro. The one person who did vote for their favorite match, because I guess that's how either people thought bad the show was or mm. whatever. Uh, that person chose the Battle Royal. So yeah, you know, like yeah. I said, I'm, I I did not vote for that. I I think Finn and Seth was the best match, but like I said, I am a mark for Battle Royals. So Woo. all right, um. Well, we've survived. If uh, <laughs> I'm not sure I did. I, I think you did. So mm. that is going to do it for this episode. So we're going to get into the plugs. Thank and, then God. Tell, and then I'm going to tell everyone what we got in store next week because mm. I didn't want to do it this week. So uh, if you got any questions or comments, send an email, thatwrestlingshow11 at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at House or not House of Bill. That's my personal Twitter. Well, we can follow that as well. My dad is not on Twitter. Oh, uh, Wrestling Show Eleven. That's where you can find us on Twitter, uh, Instagram. That Wrestling Show. Still have not decided on Threads yet. I haven't really heard much since Threads has started. So. Um, me neither. I asked uh, Luke, and Luke was like, nah. <laughs> yeah. Like, if I haven't heard anything about it, and Luke's like, yeah, then uh, And join our Facebook group, That Wrestling Show fan group. We have over 500 members where you can discuss anything mm-hmm. and everything pro wrestling. Fro, mm-hmm. what did you guys discuss on another Digital Citizen this week? Well, we're, we renewed one of the hottest new properties in history, the Da Vinci Code. Uh, yeah, you can listen to that. Mm, okay. Now, uh, everybody's talking about the Da Vinci Code, you know. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, everybody's talking about the Da Vinci Code in 2023, a movie that came out in 90... <laughs> a long time ago. It was a while ago. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's plug our friends and podcasts you guys should check out, starting with our Vantage Point with Joe Murata, Michael Quinn. They've had a busy few weeks. Uh, this week in their regular uh, feed, they have the second week of the 1986 canon up for you guys to check out. And they are the only podcast that gets the plug on their Patreon page because, you know. Blah, blah, blah. They've been so nice to us over the years. You know, they've plugged our show time to time. And um, they have put out over the last three weeks, and their highest tier is $5. A watch along of the, of the December 30th Madison Square Garden show from 85, which is Hogan Savage. Mm. Last week, they put out their review of SummerSlam 96, which the show is about as bad as the one that we just talked about. <laughs> yeah, what you're just going to say, isn't that like 
very known for being tremendously bad. Yeah, except for the last two matches. The last two matches. Were uh-huh. Okay. <clears throat> and this week, for Canon Plus, they have a watch-along of the fourth episode of Saturday Night's Main Event. So, mm. check them out at our Vantage Point. I have a question for you. Have you seen the new season of, uh, uh, gosh, uh, the wrestling documentary? Uh, oh, Dark Side of the Ring? Yeah, Dark Side of the Ring. I have... The I'm, I, there's only three I haven't seen yet. Okay. Bam Bam, Abdullah, and Marty Janetti. Those are the only three I haven't seen yet. Right. Uh, one of them was my favorite. Ooh. Mm-hmm. This year. Maybe maybe I'll watch all three and then we'll talk about them next week. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Uh, yeah, really check that out. It's a very good show, everybody. It really is. Uh, at all interested in in uh, in uh, what was I? What's the word I'm looking for? Wrestling history. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, there you go. Um, check out our friends at Juice Pro Wrestling, where they are back after their summer vacation. Uh, they mm-hmm. have they have this week just random topics to discuss, including Rob Van Dam's debut in AEW this past week, which I. Uh, All in, Collision, SummerSlam, and so much more. Check them out, Juice Pro Wrestling. Also, Mm. check out Luke Jennings and the Memphis Continental Wrestling cast, where this week he's got a lot of stuff put up. Monday Night Project, uh, the weekly Memphis wrestling show, and Mm. he watches Super Brawl 94. Never heard of Ooh. Uh that had I I've never seen the full show, but it has a double main event, both matches in a steel cage. So hmm. check it out. Uh Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. Um Interesting. if you're looking for non-wrestling related podcasts, check no. out Dave and Ethan's 2000 Inch Weird Out podcast, where this week they interview Jamie Kennedy, not the comedian. Oh, but I was he, just going to say, from the Jamie Kennedy experience. But the <laughs> editor of Weird, the Al Yankovic story. Uh, Check that funny. out on David Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast. Uh, also, Acid Wash Memories, this week, they discuss the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Because, you know, they're back in the things with the new movie. Which Yeah, I, I actually want to see the new one. Has a 97% rating on Rotten Tomato. Yeah, it looks really good. Yeah. Yeah, So check that out. Uh, Also check out SMB, a South Park review, where this week the guys review Margaritaville. Mm. Reminds me that we soon have to record our special episode. Yeah, we will. Uh, Mm -hmm. Also check out Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast, where this week I start season 21. As mm-hmm. I reviewed the episode, White People Renovating Houses. Yeah, that's how the season starts. Mm-hmm. And finally, check out Bill Learns Kingdom Hearts with Jim and myself as we are heading into the home stretch of season four as we start Kingdom Hearts Recoded. 
That is. Have, have you learned? Yeah. Have you learned Kingdom Hearts trivial? Have I learned Kingdom Hearts? Mm-hmm. Since that's the topic. Um, I'm I'm getting there. I'm, okay. I'm learning some new stuff here and there. Okay. Cool. So check it out on Bill Learns Kingdom Hearts. Dude. All right. Next week. Oh, we're gonna have a fun show. I'm gonna. It's gonna be kind of a makeup for having to torture Fro with SummerSlam. Mm. Because next week Fro is participating in the annual Pro Wrestling Illustrated oh, yes. Survey. Love it. Where he will answer every question in the mag. It's fifty questions. I have not seen all the questions. So I do not know what to expect. It's probably one of my favorite things to do other than the yearly list. Yeah. So we're going to do that. We may discuss Dark Side of the Ring if I get in if I can watch the final 3, which I think I can this week. So. It's really good. I I am surprised that I have given it so many seasons. Uh I guess it has to do good. It, it's been good. I can't think of a bad episode, honestly. Uh, there was one or two in the first two seasons that I was like, eh. Right. But uh, after that, it's been, I think actually it's been better. The the last, like, uh, we're on season five or four? We just finished season four. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that is, uh, I, I think... I think uh, it's better, mm-hmm. especially season three was really good. Yeah. Um, we'll also cover wrestling news and so much more. So on that note, everybody have a good, safe week. Have fun wherever you are and come back next week for another episode of that wrestling show, the podcast where all pro wrestling matters. And as always, yeah um wrestle wrestle on mm-hmm.